Hey everybody, and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I tackle a wide range of topics like Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson's new album, Janet Jackson's billionaire husband, and Patti LaBelle. What are we doing here? A public service. Let's get started. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm good. We did it. Making our way downtown, walking fast. (laughs) Faces pass, and we're homebound. Ba ba da ba ba da ba. That's right. I feel like I'm dragging a piano somewhere some days. Uh, Yeah, that's what I feel like. But you know, Vanessa Carlton is a part of every black band's repertoire. Is that is that so? That's true. Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye. Vanessa Carlton. Some Tupac. But wait, well, wait. Tupac and some Vanessa Carlton. I see. The complete yeah. package. The complete collection. Oh, how's your weekend? Pretty good. Just, um, well, listen, I have to be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. I am really, 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 really super obsessed with Patti LaBelle. Uh huh. Before you go, wait, not well, not like in a sexual uh, sexual way, because you know she'll kick us, kick me off her stage. That's right. But with her eight cheese over the rainbow macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's right. I'm, Did you make it for I'm yourself? Really, I have not made it yet, but I saw the YouTube, and I really, I'm like fantasizing about it. I really, really do want some. It looks so good, and. I got to get some of it. And have you seen that YouTube? I I have seen some clips. I haven't seen the one of that one in particular. I know that someone was like, "Oh, that was so good. I made it. I made it." And she was like, "Oh, did you use eight cheeses?" And they go, "Well, right. No. Did you use eight cheeses?" Well, it's funny because in I think in that clip, I was watching it, and you know, well, number one, she's dressed in a completely head to toe black leotard mm-hmm. with. A like crinoline tutu apron. Oh, feeling good and from her head to her shoes. Head to her toes. She's like dressed to the seven, eight, nines. And, you know, she introduces the cheese. And I think that she probably gets through like four cheeses. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, now add your Havarti. And then she's like, and then the haberdashery. <laughs> and then throw some Dumbledore on there next. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know uh, some House of Lannister, and just top it with some Fetty Wap. You know she like just makes <laughs> up all these names. Like she doesn't even know what cheeses going it's there. So I really Velveeta, think it's probably Velveeta, spicy Velveeta, so, garlic Velveeta, and, and then a little more like jalapeno Velveeta, right? And some crab no, singles it looks, for texture. It looks super, super good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna experiment with it. Hopefully this week. It so. sounds like it'll block up your plumbing. It will totally mess you up, and you'll probably need to get a full, you know, disinfectant colonic mm-hmm. after you're done. So get the hose. Um, but I'm willing to take the chance. Sure, it looks good. Yeah, live to eat. Don't eat. How, how are you doing? What's going on with you? What's new? I'm okay. I can't say that I have anything so exciting. You know what? Actually, I do. What you do? I, I know do. you. Okay, let's yes. be real. I am excited because Janet Jackson is back with a new album, her first album, her first studio album in seven years, and we can all breathe a sigh of relief because it's actually good. It's mature, it's personal, it's confident, it's current without being thirsty. It's Janet 
return to form. Everybody can, you know, everybody can relax. Um, you know, this is really <laughs> what a billion dollars will do for an artist because she's so calm. She's so confident. The album doesn't feel forced. She's really just in a nice, mature zone, and she's not thirsty. Her thirst is quenched, yeah. and and she's just presented a great album, and it's not trying really hard. It's not trying to appeal to the young teeny boppers. Uh, I think it's really solid. Yeah, it's great. You know, a billion dollars worth of security will take the anxiety out of feeling like you have to perform and deliver. It'll. It's amazing what a billion dollars will do. It'll take all the desperation away. If I had a billion dollar safety net, believe me. You would release this album. You would would have written Unbreakable. That's right. I would have. No, but yeah, you can definitely tell that Janet is completely unbothered. I mean, in in comparison to some of her contemporaries like Madonna, you know, on Rebel Heart, you really see that she's got all these big top hit making producers and all these like hulking EDM, you know, produced beats, but, you know, she's really no match for them. And, you know, she's singing about the same types of things, about religion, 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 religion. And and running out of time. Every Madonna song now is about running out of time. She can't keep waiting for you. She doesn't have time. You can't look back. Every single Madonna song covers the same territory. It's going slowly. It's going fast. Mm -hmm. I didn't set my alarm. (laughs) Hold on a minute. How do I set this alarm? Yeah. She's chasing youth with the the most current producers, and it comes off as desperate. She should take a couple notes from Janet this time around because, you know, Janet is giving us, you know, easy, cool beats. You know, there's a couple bangers on there. Not even bangers. It's like a very cool sexy kind of Janet. Not overly sexual. It's but... not overly sexual. It's very vibey and ambient. It's reminiscent of like the best parts of Velvet Rope. It's got a little bit of Janet in there. And you know, it's, it's kind of throwback to her nineties period. But it's the next evolution. It's a mature um evolution of where she's where she's been. Yeah. This is definitely what someone her age, a woman of her age, a pop star of her age should be producing. This is definitely it. You know, there's some great melodies. Thank you for giving me a melody, Janet. Like, that's what all I want is a melody. I don't want an areola. Yeah. A melody. No nipples, please. Thank you. Yeah. This is this is where she needs to be. She doesn't have to be overtly sexual. Um, but she doesn't have to be completely, like, uh, overly modest either. She's just sort of confident, natural. Um, where would she? How old is she now? She's like 47, 48. Is she in her 50s? Yeah, she's in here, yeah. She's up there. No, somewhere. no, no. I think she's in her. She's her, sixty-five. She's up in her forties, up in the upper regions of her forties. Yeah. Um, but Vulture had a really good review about the album. It discusses, like we did a couple episodes ago, how that incident with mm-hmm. Justin at the Super Bowl basically ruined her career, and all the conservative backlash from that nipple exposure resulted in her being blacklisted from radio for a while. Um, Damn it, the, Sundial yeah. Pasty. Damn it. Damn it, Justin Timberlake. Uh, and her first Timber big Lake. album after that, Demita Joe, and that was kind of a flop. That was the first big flop in her career um, because the album before that, All For You, was actually pretty well received and, and did well commercially. Yeah, and in the decade yeah. following that Super Bowl incident, she hasn't really recovered. And what's great about this album is that it's self-possessed, it's self-assured without being pandering. And after a decade of exile, it's really nice to see that she's returned to form. 
It's definitely been a, a long road for Janet, but it's it's nice to see that she's back. Yeah. And, and she's back on her own billion-dollar terms. On her cool. own billion-dollar terms. Do you have any uh, favorite cuts? Yeah, I do have a couple of uh, bops already. I like uh, To Be Loved. To Be Loved that's is a good that's one. That's a good one. I also like Night. Night kind of gives me my old, you know, my my auntie groove, you know, like my yeah, auntie. The cools in a two step. Yep, she's got a she's got a, a pack of cool. She's got a cool hanging out of her mouth, mm-hmm. and she's got her little bedazzled beret on, and she's just doing a funky little two step in the corner of the dance floor. I actually really like Unbreakable. The first track is really sets the tone pretty nicely. It's a nice throwback to yeah, yesteryear. It's got a really uh, good it, lean with it, rock with it quality. It yeah. sounds a lot like uh, Got Till It's Gone to Me. Let me see. Tracks like After You Fall really sort of capture the intimacy and vulnerability, I think, of Velvet Rope. Damn Baby to me is another good one. It's got the same breakdown as um, I Get Lonely, also from, from Velvet Rope. It's like exactly the same. And now, the breakdown. I like Damn Baby too. It, at first, when I heard it, I thought that you know, I thought Mustard was on that beat uh, <laughs> because it, it kind of sounds like a, a DJ Mustard uh, track, um, but it actually wasn't. But it it, it gives you a, a very contemporary now feel, but uh, it's still very in sort of the Janet DNA. Right. Um, so you know, it, it's nice that she's she's trying to sort of nod to the the present time, but it's not overly. Uh, pandering to a lot of like you know current uh, top forty radio. I, she's not really. I don't think she's necessarily here for you know any sort of you know billboard or commercial success. Like I said, she got billions. She's got so billions. She's just, she's just doing doing. She's doing her, and she's yeah. okay with 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 the product. And I, I really like it too. Were there any that uh, you didn't like? Um, you know, I do like a dance track and I like to go and yes. get the dance floor. So yes. for me And from Janet we the, expect that. Yeah. The slower rain on the window pane ballot moments aren't necessarily the strongest for me. I don't uh-huh. necessarily have a specific track that I'm like, I don't like that or, you know, wasn't my favorite, but I would probably say that the slower, croonier ones are my favorite. Yeah, um, there, there, and there's a few of them. There are some like, real few. rain on the window pane moments on there. Well, right. well traveled is one of those kind of. It's like a serenity anthem for anyone that's been through it. Uh, it's right. it's pretty good, but you know it's a lot of down tempo. Um, it's a lot of down tempo, cool, easy beats. Burn it up though is is yeah. is the second single, and it's a good one. And she's got Missy Mistamina on the track, which yeah. is another fantastic thing because it's always great to have Missy back on the scene. It really is. She's another missing person. She's been gone for ten years too. Her last full album was uh, 2005's Cookbook. Yeah, I've, I mean, she's been on on the milk carton for a minute now, and I'm glad that she's back. Whether it's with Katy Perry at the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, introduced as a brand new artist that she discovered. <laughs> Nay-nang with Left Sharp. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm all right with that. 
So it's cool that, that she's on the track. I really, really hope that they they do a, a stellar and superb video for this because, you know, No Sleep was kind of giving me Jennifer convertible commercial tees. I don't know about you, but yeah, absolutely. that's all I got from that. I agree. A hundred percent. It was a little, so I, a little sleepy time tea. It was sleepy time. It was tea. like the I chamomile was of singles. No sleep. It's like that's all I'm doing is sleep. That's it. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Where's my pillow? <laughs> Apostrophetic. That's what the single should have been called. My sleep number is 87. That's it, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, for me, the, the songs that didn't didn't quite hit. Uh, the Great Forever I was saying before made me nervous because it opens with the same sort of synth motive as Christina Aguilera's. Keeps getting better from that Target commercial, and I was like, Mm-mm. Right. Janet, please don't model yourself after anything Xtina's been doing in the last I ten mean, years. Seriously, the last thing we need from Janet is like a, a Target exclusive compilation cd no. i don't want that i, I mean that and if that's the direction you're going please check into taylor swift because she's the only one that can pull that off these days she's the only one yeah so yeah new album from janet tamar braxton also released an album yes. the same day i think she's got a lot of nerve tamar braxton herbert released a comedy album know. i'm assuming <laughs> it you. wasn't a comedy album it was she's calling all the lovers to come come and help her out well we'll see Janet, you, I think you said, is going to be opening at number one on Billboard. Yeah, she's she's slated to debut on the Billboard at number one, selling a cool 100K. And that's Smooth. pretty good in this atmosphere. That's solid. At her age, this stage in the game, good guys win. I'm happy to hear that. Back on top. Yep. She needs it. Yep. She deserves it. Congratulations to you. Round of applause, applause. That's right. Speaking of applause, applause, uh, Lady Gaga's back on the scene from out of space she is with a tom ford collaboration yeah she's she's on the disco dance floor she's given us like a throwback 70s kind of vibe which makes sense because it's tom ford and i feel like ford you know his his fashion his clothing kind of operates from a from a a 70s nostalgic type of feel so this is this is a perfect fit this is a good fit um and see, you know, Lady Gaga dialed down. Yeah, dialed down, because, cleaned up. It's really the only direction she could have gone after after all those extreme stunts she was pulling, all those shenanigans. Yeah, face snatched clean, no meat dress to be found. I like mm-hmm. it. No alien prosthesis. No face. egg. No, she's not coming out of an egg. Mm-mm. No, it's it's pretty good. I, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen next with her. And uh, sure, yeah, it's good to see Lady Gaga back. She's not wearing her crazy outfits, um, and it's nice to see her sort of back to her dance roots. The song that she has in this Tom Ford video did a cover of Sheik's "I Want Your Love," which is a, a throwback disco-y song, and it's a, a dance track. Which it's nice to see Lady Gaga back in her lane um, instead of singing those standards, dragging Tony Bennett around the country everywhere he's too old to be doing all those tour dates or tony all around the world tired old man let him have a seat he's tired but he 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 kept up with her he kept up with her yeah maybe he was dragging her around well he kind of was kind of helping prop her up because after art pop kind of fizzled you know she kind of jumped on on board and and did this duets with him and you know i I don't think that she could have necessarily pulled that off by herself so she she kind of And I'm kind of upset that Art Pop was such a failure because I liked Applause, Applause, and I hated watching uh, Katy Perry's Roar. Those came out at the same time. I hated seeing her dominate 
over Lady Gaga. That was a strong dance track. The rest of the album, probably not so good, but applause was good. Um, yeah, that definitely was good. I mean, yeah, it's nice to see her kind of stripped down. Maybe Tony will take, you know, take a note from from Gaga though. Maybe he'll and turn it up. He might turn it up a notch now. Maybe he's gotten a little Gaga influence. So we're gonna see him in like a leotard and a meat dress, singing singing standardized versions of Lady Gaga songs. I would, I would love that if he was like. Alejandro. Wow. <laughs> I think that would be a really smart move for the two of them. I would love to I, see a double disc set of I Lady Gaga singing standards. It would be great. And Tony Bennett yeah. singing like standardized versions of um, Bad Romance and Paparazzi. Of Marry the Night. If I think it would be kind of incredible if, if, if Tony Bennett just went out on like a monster's ball type of tour where he had the full production of a Lady Gaga, you know, fantastic show. Doing the Lord Beth boom cats. A lot of, lot of, lot of fishy dancers boom catting behind him. He's in his tuxedo and he's like, just, just crooning. I would love <laughs> to see him just do born this way. And it's just all the Lady Gaga greatest hits. Yeah. Just, Poker just, face. Just, just scatting born this way. Mm hmm. That's yeah. really smart. So message to Tony Bennett's people and Lady Gaga's people. Please make that yeah. happen. Just make it happen. Or just call us because we we obviously. We've already got it figured out. Speaking of fixing celebrity careers and celebrity endeavors. Tidal. Do you want to talk yeah. about Tidal at all? Uh, well. Not really. I'm just, no. I'm just answer. giving like the most like. Struggle. I'm I'm doing a struggle sigh. Like, oh, <laughs> Just a oh, last oh. gasp. It's, it's, well, okay. So they, I, I guess they're celebrating their one million subscriber mark. But my yeah. question is, it's been like six months since titles debuted, right? Yeah, it's been the slowest crawl to a million I that mean, any social media has. has if seen. it took Kylie Jenner six months to get. A million subscribers she would kill herself probably like kylie jenner gets a million subscribers in in, in a week <laughs> right so they should have put kylie jenner as the face of title you know they should probably call her because she obviously uh has the key to 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 gaining subscribers really quickly i think she has like 38 million followers right now how is that even possible i i have no idea i think do you think they're robots i think there may be some some ro robotron stuff going on yeah I think that's so. all chris I think jenner that's... chris jenner is like on her like aol.com account and like logging into like <laughs> 38 million different email uh, and instagram accounts just to like her her baby's pictures mm -hmm. i think that's what she any any amount of time she spends off camera she's just logging into like her hotmail her yahoo her aol you've got mail ColecoVision, pinging yep sega genesis but I guess hooray for the title. Congratulations. You've got a million subscribers. So they're going to do this big charity concert with Prince and Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to donate all the proceeds to charity. An unspecified charity. isn't this charity. coinciding, though? Isn't this, sorry, isn't this coinciding with, like, the end of the three-month subscription for free mark for Apple? Yeah. Yeah. So it is kind of suspicious timing that they would. Ooh, the shade of it all. The shade of it all. It, it, Apple's probably, I was going to say Beyonce, Apple's been trying to drive down, I think, the stock and of titles since the get-go. Yeah, there's definitely some frenemy action there with Apple and title. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're definitely hot, hot in the competition zone. It kind of reminds me of, um, did you ever see that Facts Life episode where Tootie and Natalie are um, 
auditioning for South Pacific. And I think that Tootie is the one who's you know, auditioning. And then off on the sidelines, Natalie is rolling coconuts. Yeah. Yep. And, and trying to throw throw Tootie off her, her singing game. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the Apple and Tidal situation. It's a Natalie Tootie thing. Yeah. Apple's throwing coconuts at Tidal. Yeah. Although to- Tidal's juggling its own coconuts, thinking that people are going to pay $20 to sign up for this premium subscription service. Yeah, you're not going to get that from me. Yeah. You know how many digital singles you can buy for 20 bucks a month? You could probably That's stay all- current. You don't need to rent them from Tidal. No, D- not at all. No. But coconut. Speaking of coconuts, there Rihanna. <laughs> oh yeah, they coconut. did. She wasn't listed. It's, I don't know if she's performing in this one. They haven't reached out to her. I think maybe maybe Rihanna, she's throwing the coconuts. She is hurling those coconuts. F love. Oh, do you remember um, uh, when Sashir Zameda first joined her first season at SNL, and they did that that Blossom parody? With her, what if Rihanna had done the theme song to Blossom? If if you could do like a highlights reel of Sashir Zamata on SNL, that would be the only thing that would be on, be on there for me. Would be that Rihanna mm. a Blossom skit. Sadly, sadly, I'm still. I'm, uh, You're waiting for her to pop. Yeah, no, I'm, I really want... to pop. I'm, I'm already done. And and oh, Leslie checked out. Leslie Leslie Jones. Leslie She's Jones so good. is supreme she's the best she's really she's the best i'm she so glad that they put her in front of the camera the void. she's filled the void not only for african-american females on snl but for the void that Kristen wig you know oh you um, think so left. they're so different yeah they are so different but i think that w- they're so unique both of them are very unique talents and that's what you really need on a show like snl you need like unique comedians to really make sketch comedy interesting to watch you know you need people who have like different perspectives and viewpoints in order to make that type of program pop and you know for a few years there it was a little bit shaky and there was really not no none of the talent they had really made me think like wow they're they're kind of kooky and they're kind of weird but i like them i yeah. like Les- i like leslie a lot so yeah I'm really for me, excited leslie about sort of fills the void left oh ghostbusters is going to be great for me leslie really fills the void that tracy morgan left she's like my new tracy yeah. and i love that but ghostbusters yeah. is going to be great i'm very excited for that yeah i can't wait i cannot wait to see that i love that they cast um who's that thor who's the actor that plays thor uh chris hemsworth they cast chris hemsworth in the annie potts role you know uh, he's underrated as 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 a comedic actor but i thought he was pretty funny in um in in vacation and all his prosthetic glory yeah you loved vacation i did love vacation and no one's gonna tell me otherwise i didn't see it so i can't tell you i won't say anything do yourself a favor and go uh, and go check that out. I'm not signing out. up for any Ed Helms projects. I'm good. Oh, I mean, you know what? I think you sh- if you just had a Sunday afternoon to watch it, I think that you might change your tune a little bit. Mm, well, I don't. I don't have the time. I don't have any time free. Um, other title artist. Yeah, other title. Is Nicki Minaj on there? She one of the title kids. I don't know if she's going to yeah. be part of this charity concert, but I always she's see her, her avatar. Her. I think her avatar on Facebook is still like a title. A title logo so i think that she's still down for a title crew, okay. a crew. all right she, that's her set repping her set she's repping well she's What's gonna be repping on uh abc family and the new sitcom i guess based on her life oh yeah that's right so it, it's basically her rise to fame 
seen through the eyes of, of what a child it's on abc family i don't understand this uh, yeah it's going to be sanitized i guess for abc family because well i you know i don't know what what shows are on abc family i never make it to that that channel on the dial um but my hope is that it's going to be sort of like a living single ish for me it feels like this is a, a Nicki minaj series would be perfect for upn if that network still exist because it's in the style of yeah eve's that's... show it's like in the tradition of moesha i don't know queen latifah that was on fox living single was on fox but right i don't know what this is gonna yeah. be yeah I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I mean, are they going to have like a booty continuity? Because that's all I know. I mean, the, she was not born that way, baby. Like, what, what are they going to do? I mean, I think that there's going to be a, a special effects department and a lot of <laughs> there's going to be a lot of costumes. It's going to have a big digital budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do there? I, Is it going to be I'm in 3D? It's this technology coming next right. season as well for this show. High def, high def. I don't think they're going to be able to show it in high def. It's going to have to have like a, a TVMA rating if they well, do. I hope that Red Lobster is a sponsor because every interview that I've ever heard about her, her background, her bio, she talks about working at the Red Lobster and like running out in the parking lot for people and coming for them because they stole her pin and. And Cheddar keeping Bay it Biscuits. real, keeping it she's real from the get go. Keeping it real. So I hope I hope that she's she's slanging biscuits at the red. Maybe Lobster. that's where her prodigious posterior came from is running all those wind sprints back and forth to people's cars, running off with their pants and forgetting their cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster. Well, maybe it's all about the Cheddar Bay biscuits. Maybe that's the secret to everyone's growing posteriors. You know, she's not the only one with you know the suspect. Uh, suspect uh badonka donk uh mm-hmm. gro- growth in, in in recent times no she's like, not that's the trend lord i mean chloe kardashian oh, these she, big booty girls oh, these big booty girls how does it happen i'm i'm so curious about this i don't know why but i am i mean I, yeah are it, these lunchtime procedures we have like the, all of these kardashians lying to our face talking about this is squats. not a lunchtime procedure this is not a one-time procedure. This is like a Thanksgiving vacation procedure. I will take that. But but when are they ever off procedure. of like Instagram and off of the camera long enough to recover from these things? Because I want to see them like just wrapped in bandages from the waist down in like mummified. wheelchairs, mummified, recovering from what looked like painful procedures. Yeah, because that's not squash and. And, and guava melon diet. That's not giving you no, what you got back. That's then. not a papaya juice booty. No. That is that's like Home Depot uh, industrial grade silicone situation back there. Yeah, piped in, piped in, Keystone pipeline. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, uh, they got the butt crack fracked. And <laughs> that's fracking. That's how they get these booties. It's fracking. That's fracking. That it's saying the fracking, y'all. It's dangerous. Yeah, I think. I mean, this is. This the stuff that they're putting in their butts. That's the stuff they use to stop that oil leak in the in the Gulf, right? Jammed it, it in is. there. That's what it was. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. I don't. I don't know where where it's coming from, where they're getting it, and what type of doctors they're going to. Because it doesn't seem like you think that these people have a lot of money, so they're going to grade A plastic surgeons. But this is not. This is not natural. It's not, not natural, like, and that's the thing that I think is the real like point of of. Uh, dissonance for me, like cognitive dissonance is, sure, the Kardashians are going to 
A-level surgeons to get these procedures, but what kind of doctor worth their salt? Like, I can't imagine any doctor who took the Hippocratic Oath first do no harm. It's like filling these people's butts with goo. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a possibility, but... Who knows? Maybe they're going to these like backdoor surgeons who all these people well, are going yeah. to. These like, are backdoor you know, surgeons. These are backdoor it. procedures. But they do <laughs> love customization. They've customized their bodies. Chloe just is in the news this week for custom for this atrocity. She customized their Range Rover by putting a, a velour tracksuit on it. Yeah, how does that even work? And it doesn't does work. Someone do that. It's That's just nonsense. indicative to the fact that you have too much money and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I can no longer pump myself. Right. So, <laughs> so I will now put a Juicy Couture sweatsuit on my Range Rover. Let me ruin this luxury vehicle. by, by Maybe it's a hollow, like an early Halloween thing. She's going to dress her Range Rover up as Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> Is that the deal? She's going to take all the burgers. They're, well, she took all the burgers and put them into her butt. Oh, <laughs> we just we just figured it out. See, that's what the show does. We get to the bottom of things. We introduce a mystery and then we solve it for you. We are on the road to that Peabody. We are really on the road. That's what's going to be engraved on the award. You solve the Chloe Bud mystery. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding achievement in butt solutions. Mm-hmm. Although we still don't really know what the solution was they, they pumped in there. We still don't know. It's still a mystery. Yeah. Better left unsolved, I guess. Um, but Caitlyn Jenner, also another, all of the Kardashian women, including Caitlyn Jenner, have been surgically augmented and like rearranged, but. Um, and un- remixed. Remixed, digitally remixed and enhanced. Uh, but Caitlyn Jenner is getting away with uh, murder this week. Another is motor she? vehicle Kardashian news. Yeah. Oh, the oh DA I was like, decided- she's going to be. She's going to be a guest star? I mean, no. wow, that was like, what a turnaround. That would be great. Her, Although, and I got to say from last week that um, I have to stand corrected on the matter of how to get away with murder. Uh, last week, at your suggestion, I went back and I had to revisit the season premiere, and I watched Annalise get fluid with Famke Johnson, and I watched oh. her take the How to Get Away with Murder gang to... Uh, to the club in a K-pop disco bob, her new weave, and uh, <laughs> it was really good. Down, she really subverted all my expectations. So this is a whole new side to Annalise that we, we're going to yes. get to see this season, and I'm in for it, and I'm going to keep watching. Yeah, and you know what? I watched the second episode this week as well, and I like how it's developing so far. I got to say that they've addressed a lot of like the styling and character issues I had with the first season. I like okay. that the focus isn't on that ease-on-down-the-road MJ-looking kid this go-around. Um, like, oh yeah, the scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in for, I would say, like half a season. I'm going to give it a half a season commitment, and then I'm going to reassess. Okay, well, this is good to hear. So we will watch this uh, together, and we'll see how how it how it sort of plays out. But yeah. um, speaking of how to get away with murder, ABC has just introduced what I like to call uh, how to get away with terrorism. Uh, their new show Quantico <laughs> premiered. That's right. Did, did you watch that? I didn't watch it, but it's gotten a lot of buzz, and I've seen the the actress Priyanka Chopra making the uh, talk show circuit round, and she's yeah. stunning. She's beautiful. She, Amazing. I'm really actually super excited because finally a Bollywood actress has cr- crossed over. I mean, I guess it's a little bit still too early to 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 uh, to see whether or not this is going to be a big success. But from what everyone's been saying in the reviews, it seems 
you know, it's, it's gotten pretty positive reviews. So I think that finally we'll get a Bollywood star to cross off, cross over into, you know, the U.S. mainstream. So, and here she is with this Quantico. And it's on ABC. Um, it's on ABC Sunday nights or Monday nights, right? It's on ABC Sunday nights at 10, which I think was like the old Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Time yeah. So ABC is going to give this a good push. You know, they're going to, they're not sticking it in like a Friday night slot where it can languish and then eventually disappear. I think it's right. going to get, you know, solid PNR. People are going to tune into it. They've got super high hopes for this, and that's good. So they definitely, ha- you know, she definitely has the support of the network behind her. Yeah, and she's um, a global star. Like you said, she's huge in Bollywood. It's not yeah. like she's this newcomer that they're introducing. She's got right. Half. It's not. It's not like. It's not like she's like this like newfound like ingenue that they like found on the side of the road. Like she has been in the game for you know for decades now. I think that she won the Miss World competition back in the early aughts. And um, she's been in a ton of different Bollywood films. Um, she's in, you know, a couple different ones from, I think, one called Fashion to another one called Barfi. Oh, boy. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> anyway, she's in a lot of different Bollywood films. Um, she has a successful modeling career, obviously, because she's gorgeous. Um, now, she has had... a a couple forays into the pop music scene. Have you ever heard uh, that Pitbull song that she sings? Which Pitbull called Exotic? Song? Pitbull's got Maybe. a song with everybody, by the way. Perhaps I should play it for you right Go now. For Let's it. just listen to a little bit of it, just Let so we get see. a little taste. Quantico works out first, and then she can work on the, the music. She can, I mean, yeah, I'm she sure can go back to the a, music. It has a world music appeal to it. She I'm not has sure. the appeal of a world actress. And I, I like that she did this interview with Vulture that they posted um, where they were asking how she felt about her finally getting her Hollywood big break. And she was like, Indian film stands alone. She doesn't see this as her as her big break. She's a working actress. She does movies wherever the work takes her. She said, this was an incredible character, an incredible show, incredible opportunity for me. And it's not about boundaries or crossing over. It's just I go where the work is. She said, I do Hindi movies. I'm doing a show in America. And I might just go do a, a Russian movie tomorrow. So she does it yep, all. So I'm not surprised. She does it all. She's like, I got a ShamWow commercial that's about to come out. Like She's, she's good. That's right. I got a new app. Get my app. Check my pop chips. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, she's got a lot going on. I hope this does work out. It is, it is, you know, watching the first episode, it is basically how to get away with terrorism. It's totally kind of Shondaland, super diverse. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a group of young FBI, um, hopefuls who are in FBI training camp. Uh, and she is one of them and she's kind of like this no nonsense, smart, intelligent, uh, an agent by the name of Alex Cherish, I think. Oh, and, perfect. Uh, That's so Yeah, soapy. it's perfect. I'm not sure how an India woman gets the name Alex Cherish, but I'm sure they'll explain that as, as time goes on. Um, it's an alias. But, uh, it's an alias. She's a secret agent woman. Uh, there's a few other uh, women of color on this show. They've got basically uh, FBI Viola Davis, who is basically their professor, and there's also another uh, woman who is actually in full hijab 
And she's an actual mysterious kind of interesting character because by the end of the first episode, she's got like a, a twin that comes out of nowhere. And there's something oh, no. kind of questionable that happens there, which kind of you're kind of like, yay, uh, you know, another woman of color that's on TV and, and uh, another, a Muslim uh, woman that's on TV, which is such a rarity. But then they go and make her the mysterious one or the, the, the possible suspect. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that the the show kind of flashes between six months ago and the present. And in the present, um, New York's uh, Grand Central Station has been uh, blown up. And of course, Priyanka Chopra is in the rubble and she is believed to be the terrorist. Uh, and, and, and it's up to her to basically uh, clear her name and find out who the real terrorist, who terrorist is apparently uh one of her her fellow students um and of course after the first episode it seems like maybe it's the woman in the hijab it's like the twins in the the doublement twins in the hijab <laughs> the doublement uh, terrorists so it, that's very how to like, get away with murder that's like their operating device that non-linear uh, narrative device right i mean i'm sure it probably will not be um it won't be either one of these these women, and it will probably be like the janitor or something like that. Right. But of course, it's like, yay, you know, more women of color on TV. But it's like, ooh, a little bit They're of Islamophobia thrown in yeah, there, a little bit too. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I enjoyed the first episode. I mean, Priyanka is definitely trying to break out of this Bollywood mold because I don't know if you've watched any Bollywood movies, but you know, there is absolutely zero bumping, <laughs> no grinding, and there's definitely no kissing. There's like a stolen glance, or maybe there is like the pop of a hip during like a dance break, but there's really no contact with, you know, the opposite sex. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting because it sounds like this ABC series is, is much more sexualized. It's certainly very sexualized in the advertising. Every commercial yeah. I see, it's like, what do you take about a bunch of first-class uh, FBI trainees in the peak of their physical prime? And um, it's like they're selling sex right on the face of it. It'll be interesting to see how this series affects her Bollywood career because they are so much more chaste. Yeah, there. well, yeah, she definitely comes right out of the gate, and it's it's definitely super steamy and and, and super uh, raunchy. So we'll see what happens uh, in terms of her 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 Indian fan base. Because when I was just watching it at first, I was a little bit scandalized. I was, well, this is an yeah. interesting turn of events Hashtag and how this works. works. Very good. That's right. Hashtag word. I like what you it's did. Like, there. I was scandalized. Tune in Thursdays at nine and see <laughs> Carrie Washington. Well, I, it's it's nice to see um, more like high profile Indian people on television. I know Cal Penn and Mindy Kaling have been. It's like the new trendy ethnicity, but you know, diversity on TV is good. I think any way that it comes, and it sounds like this will be a, a, at least a good show with a chance to do well and hopefully be very popular. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing to get all different types on 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 television screens and different uh, points of view out there, and and hopefully this will kind of continue in that sort of newfound tradition of having more people of color on television. Yay, ABC! Yay, ABC! And um, Priyanka Chopra, it sounds like she has had a good success at doing everything. A, a 
unfortunately, a celebrity who hasn't had the same success at, at branching out and diversifying, Blake Lively, had to pull the yeah. plug in her lifestyle brand this week. I mean, but I saw that coming as soon as they launched it. It just did, like, there's nothing. Well, it, it's kind of even like the opposite of aspirational goods that are on there. It's not even like a goopy situation that she had going there. It was just what like was old. She up to? I didn't old, even look at it. Like old leather bags and like weird prairie skirts. Like that's, <laughs> that's all that was really on there. So I can't really necessarily see anybody interested in buying any of those those goods from old from old Blake, and it's not like she she was stepping out in any of that stuff either. No kidding, she's not wearing that stuff. She said that she had to shut it down because it, preserve is what it was called because she was wearing too many hats because yeah. she's clever too. Preserve came out rotten. Yeah, it <laughs> it didn't have any preserve to it. Um, but like Reese Witherspoon. Opposite news this week. She just got a $10 million investment deal, and she's going to be opening stores for her lifestyle brand. What's it called? Like Dylan and Jabberwocky? It's called, do you know who I am? <laughs> it's called, have you heard of Reese Witherspoons? She's selling Reese spoons. Witherspoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of me? Soup spoons. Um, oh, but really, nobody can touch, can hold a candle to Martha Stewart. She originated like the lifestyle brand. And I think yeah, if you're going to be a snobby elitist, please do it like Martha Stewart. I just love when Gwyneth when started her goop thing and um, someone asked Martha what she thought about this. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she shady as fuck. She shade. was like, you know what? She Martha Stewart, someone was like, oh, what do you think of Gwyneth and goop? Martha Stewart said, she just needs to be quiet. She's a movie star. If she were confident in her acting, she wouldn't be trying to be Martha Stewart, which is my favorite <laughs> thing and she goes i don't yeah. think i don't get the sense that she's credible she's enthusiastic but she's not credible which is exactly it what do we what do we need gwyneth paltrow and reese witherspoon to tell us about our lives yeah i don't need them to tell us anything i mean and martha definitely set the blueprint for the the idea of creating a brand and becoming a mogul and it just seems like everyone's com- always aspiring to be that and Nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. And yeah. I feel like it's it's constantly like this is like, like the modus operandi for all these people. Oh, which brings me to the Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, right. Let's They're do back. this. They are back. They're back. And you know what? Usually, I'm excited for the return of the Housewives of Housewives of Atlanta because that's my the only uh, housewife franchise I really pay any attention to. They always yeah. bring me like this high drama craziness, um, and is usually entertaining. But this season, Nini is not back. Um, uh, um, yeah, this Nini Claudia is not back. I'm saddened to see that Kim Fields is joining the <laughs> joining the cast. Why? Uh, Why? Why is this happening? But yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I I would normally say because she wasn't busy, because she didn't have any work. I'm sure her residual checks from um, Facts of Life and Living Single have dried up. But she's been working as a director. She's been busy. She's established yeah. herself in other ways. She, I don't get the sense that she needed to be on Housewives, but maybe she just got thirsty. Yeah, and wanted I to guess be in front of the camera again. But I mean, why and what? What? What drives these people to to join shows like this? And they, like, 
I mean, we've seen time and time again, they join these shows and maybe it's, they have like these dreams of, of attaining Kardashian success, but I don't necessarily see it as, as a possibility for old Kim. I mean, what's she going to do? Sell like old wigs from, 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 from living single when she was regime. (laughs) You know what? That's not a bad idea. If she started a a regime line of wigs, I think it would be a big, big hit. And maybe this can be the jumping off point. She can use keeping up or not keeping up. She can use real housewives of Atlanta to introduce this line. And that would be the perfect demographic to try to market it to. Hey, that's possible. Maybe that'll be the surprise twist at the end. That'll be the only thing that makes her appearing on this season of Housewives make any sense. Because she doesn't need to. For the rest of them, it makes sense because they don't really do anything. And I think you have a couple success stories like Bethany from New York, but Nini from this one. She's been on a couple TV shows. She's been on Broadway. She's selling things on QVC. People really try to leverage this into brands of their own so that they can do other things. But by and large, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for any of them. It doesn't work. I mean, you know, Phaedra was kind of attempted to do a workout DVD, that whole donkey booty situation. And I think Kenya has been trying to sell. What has Kenya been trying to sell? Kenya has been trying to sell herself as a a working actress and a producer. Um, And she also had a workout video. She rivaled... Oh, that's right. Phaedra's donkey booty, she won up to her with a stallion booty because who wants a sloppy donkey booty when you can have a a horse's ass? When you can have a horse's ass. Or you could just be a horse's ass. Yeah. Well, and she proved that kind of with her Gone with the Wind fabulous video. Right. Oh, boy. I mean, it was no tardy. Wow, we spent a lot of time talking about Tootie from The Facts of Life. Not sure how that happened. It wasn't the plan, but you are welcome. Let us know what you think about any of the topics we discussed. What's your favorite Patti LaBelle recipe? What's your favorite Janet track? Maybe you don't like the album at all. Actually, you can keep those coconuts to yourself. Everything else, please let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, SoundCloud, and Twitter at This Dummy. And please give us some positive feedback on iTunes. We'd love to see some more reviews. Uh, Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Here we go!